Welcome to Next Level Greatness, the podcast. Around here, we'll be talking about all things expansion, going from good to great and from great to greatness. I'm your host, Barbie Collab. Get ready for your next level. Let's do this. So we're going to jump right in, but before we jump right in, I'm going to tell you that at 2.28 in the morning, our dog decided that he had to go to the bathroom. I told Jen and I let him out and he came back running in after about 10 seconds. He got sprayed by a skunk. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that. I've driven by skunks, but it's a whole different thing when your animal gets sprayed. Poor little thing. He's a hundred and something pounds was traumatized. He smells, I smell, so I look nice right now, but you guys, I smell like skunk and everything else around us smells like skunk and it's going to last for weeks. So in the chat box, if you can write down, if you haven't already, if you have a business, what it is. And if you don't have a business, if you'd like to start a business, I'm also live on Facebook. I'm so excited for this. Okay. Let me take a deep breath with you guys, because I'm bursting. I've been dying to do this. So let me take a deep breath and you can take it with me. (sighs) Okay. This is good. All right. Channeling officially begun. So I thought that I was going to teach this free masterclass about something. And in fact, it turns out that I'm not. I'm going to give you what I promised, but you didn't know that I actually changed my mind about the whole plan. So I have been in the online business space for 15 years And I think when I originally came up with this idea of it's the perfect time to start an online business, and I absolutely believe that it is, and we're going to get into it. Whoever's on, you know, I like to go deep, you know, I like to go sincere, and I'm not surface level. I'm not here to sell you any BS. I'm not here to tell you that it's like super duper easy and you can make a million dollars overnight, although you can. I mean, it could happen, but I'm not here to sell you a pipe dream. I'm here to have a real conversation with you, whatever your business is, whether you have an online business that just hasn't been moving, because I do work with people that have an online business, but there's stuff that's just kind of stuck and things are not moving forward, or you're thinking of starting a business. So when I decided that I was going to teach this class, I was like, you know, it's really easy in my mind. I was wrong. I said, it's really easy to start an online business because it was in March or so I was at the gas station and I was like, oh, I know what I want to teach. I want to teach a course of money magnet because I was in a group. I was taking a course on manifestation. I was in, at the gas station and someone had asked the question, how do you become a money magnet? And the answer was so freaking clear to me that I know the formula on how to become a money magnet that I said, I'm going to teach a course on how to become a money magnet. And I just freaking at the gas station, I went on Instagram, I announced the class and my class filled up. And so I said, well, it's easy to start an online business. Anyone can do it. But what I didn't realize was that it's been 15 freaking years where I've been building relationships, where I've been building trust with people that I am a teacher in my soul, in my being, and that it's been a whole journey to get me to the point where I could start an online course at the gas station. So It was the 15 years of experience and everything that I am and everything that I have been creating for the past 15 years that allowed me to create a course and to have my course pretty much filled up, not instantly, not without effort, but somewhat effortless. So Amy, I actually want to talk about our trip. Do you think Paul gives me permission to talk about, I think so, right? Whatever we discussed. He wouldn't care. As long as it helps somebody, he doesn't care. This is perfect. Okay. Because he actually changed my entire presentation. So Amy was a student in my first round of Money Magnet. And actually, you were a student in the first class that I ever taught for like, I don't remember, it was $197 or something like that. And so you've been along for the ride with me pretty much since the beginning, since I started teaching online courses. So let me tell you about Amy for one second, just to see, oh, I just got goosebumps. The Holy Spirit is here. So Amy, 
uh, I'm emotional because the transformation is just incredible, but it's to show you that we don't get from here to here overnight. Although there is such a thing as quantum jumping, where once you get from here and here and here and here, then you can take a big leap. And so Amy took my course. And one of the things we talked about was our old money stories. I'm not going to get into your stuff really, but and it's on a podcast if you're interested. But one of the things that Amy and I really talked about was the upbringing that you had that women were supposed to just basically be pretty and not smart and not ambitious and not successful. And so we just dealt with that a lot. And I've been seeing your posts and like slowly you've been blossoming. And then I don't know, a few months ago, maybe just two months ago, I don't remember, you said that you were going to run for government. And I was like, what? And so I think it was yesterday, I was at a stoplight and I saw that you messaged me and you showed me a picture of your ballot, your name. Oh my God, it makes me cry. Her name is on the ballot. And I was like, it's one thing to hear about it, but it's another thing to see it, you know? And so it's a progression, but back to your boyfriend. So she sent me a message. She also competed in her first Spartan race. And she sent me a message and she's like, Hey, I'd love to give you a hug. And I said, yeah, let's meet for coffee. So we're sitting having coffee with her and her boyfriend. And her boyfriend asks me a serious question, which I didn't think was serious at first. And he was like, how did you know that you were ready to teach? Was that the question? How do you know when you're ready to teach? How do you know when you're ready? So it wasn't, how did you know when you were ready? But that's what I heard. And so I laughed because to me, it was obvious. And then he looked at me and he goes, no, it's a real question. It's not a rhetorical question. And I was like, oh, and that's when the whole agenda for my class changed. And so do you remember what I answered? You said you were always a teacher, but when it's not head knowledge, when it's heart knowledge. Yes. When it- so yes, I said all of that. But what I said was I was born to teach. Do you remember? That was like the first thing that came out of my mouth. I was born to teach. I'm a born teacher. And so we got to talking about, he's open about his sobriety and being sober for a few years. And he said that he feels called to help other men. So we talked about that. It was a little bit of a coaching session where we talked about, well, who would you help and why do you want to help people? And what I realized from our conversation and also what he realized from his conversation, and he said it, he goes, you know what? I think I need to work on myself more, a little bit more to really discover who I am because I'm still very much on a healing journey before I go out there and monetize this thing. And so I left and that really, really impacted me because I was looking at things only from my perspective, having been in a business for 15 years, that now what I do seems effortless. Not that I don't have good or bad days. Of course I do. I'm human and I'm always growing. But my advice to Paul was also, I don't think that right now for you, it is the time to start your own business because you're just healing now. You're just beginning to start your journey. And this doesn't mean that the door for him is closed. It just means that he can begin to start thinking about different ways to get involved, helping people in the sober community. I suggested maybe creating like a meetup because what he was interested in was like this kind of brotherhood. It was really, really beautiful. So I am not here to tell you that every single person should create a business, that you should try to get all the money in the world, because I'm not that kind of person. I am the kind of person that wants to serve. I mean, I feel it so deeply in my bones that we have to do it with integrity, that there comes a time when we are ready. And I was telling my husband the next day that I had met Amy and Paul, And I was recounting the story and I said, you know, you could feel like when Paul hugged me, just sitting next to him, I could feel his goodness and you too. But there's this like wholeness and goodness to him that was just so beautiful. And so I do believe that he will be ready, but I love that we got to meet because 
I see, and this is what I want to communicate with you and help you decide, is it the perfect time for you to start a business? And if you feel like you're just getting to know yourself right now, and that you've got a lot of stuff that you need to work on for yourself, and you don't have to be perfect because trust me, there's no such thing as perfect. But I think only you can really decide if you're in a position to monetize what your gifts are to the world. And Paul was really honest. I mean, the last thing he said was, yeah, I really think I need to work on myself more before I really start helping other people like with a business, right? So there are many ways to help, but when you are monetizing, when you're going to charge for a service, there are, and especially with certain coach offerings, for example, if your marriage is a mess and you're offering coaching services for relationships, then that's probably not a good idea because you're going to do more harm than good, right? But if you feel like you have a strong relationship with your spouse and you've been married for X number of years and you've learned a lot and you truly feel that you have something that you can share with people that would help, then maybe, yes, maybe it is a good time for you to put your services and your gifts out into the world. I don't believe that we have to be perfect because I'm absolutely not perfect. So let's talk about why I think it's the perfect time. And let's talk about the pandemic. So the pandemic did something as awful as it was and as as much loss as there was, the pandemic did something which I think is good. Obviously not everything was good. So if you lost someone, I'm truly sorry, but there were some shifts that happened just in life, right? So we've had the agricultural revolution. That changed the way everybody did things. Then we had the industrial revolution. You had people who started moving into cities to work in factories. Then we began the kind of nine to five and we're in the information age and we're going into a fourth revolution, which hasn't been named yet, but it has to do with like artificial intelligence and still with the information age. And what is the point of me saying that? It's that the way we do things and what we're used to doing has changed. And so, for example, the fact that you can make, I saw yesterday, the highest paid TikToker that doesn't even talk. It's this guy that makes, this year, he's already made $10 million just making videos. And I was really curious to see what the video, for example, was. It was an article that I read. And it's just this guy, no idea what he sounds like. And he's just on the phone trying to call 911 because his house is on fire. And in the background is the fire department having a party and doing like TikTok reels. So it was supposed to be funny. Like the fire department was so busy, so they didn't come and save him. And that he has like, I don't know how many million viewers. And so he's making $10 million. So that would have been impossible. That would have been impossible during our grandparents' age. That would have been impossible 10 years ago. So I'll give you another example of how people are banking and then what I think of it. So I don't have an opinion about the way that this $10 million TikToker per year is doing it. I mean, good for him, right? There's another woman, I think I've told some of you guys, there's a woman who is basically farting in a jar. I told you guys, yes, I told my students this. So she's a pretty, really pretty girl. It makes me so nauseous. And with the skunk smell, it's really bad. The woman is farting in a jar. She's very pretty. And there are people, I'm guessing most of them are men. That's what she said, that are paying for this service. So disgusting, you guys. So she's eating all this gross food so that her farts are really smelly. And then she says that she takes great care and like creating beautiful packaging to send to her clients. And it landed her in the hospital because of the kind of food that she was eating. I think when I read it, she was making like hundreds of thousands of dollars. So my point is that the world has changed and there are new ways to make money I'm not interested in farting in a jar. I'm not interested in making silly videos. I have a friend who, he's not a friend, it's somebody that I know. And we were having a conversation, this was maybe last year or something like that. And he actually showed me his income earnings. And he was making, at the time, three to $400,000 per month, making short little videos on Facebook like slapsticks, comedy kind of videos. 
like one of the videos was putting himself and his wife in a bucket and like having a treadmill by the pool and then they fall in the water with the bucket. Okay. The other one was like making water and sugar pies. I mean, it was like silly stuff. And so he was saying, Barbie, you make these videos on Facebook. Apparently he was studying the statistics of my Facebook and he's like, and nobody's really watching them. And so you could really, really start banking, making these like three, four minute videos, but you can make them educational. And I thought about it and I was like, you know what? That's not for me. And he did make a great point. And that is that you can make educational videos. They don't have to be like cat dog videos or silly comedy videos, but I don't have the desire. I don't have the skills, which I could get, but it's not my talent. It's not my desire. It doesn't bring me joy. It makes me like, and so that is one of the things that we're going to talk about is if you have an idea Yes, of course, you can monetize, you can get rich farting in a jar, you can get rich making water and sugar pies. And I could get rich, or I can make more money doing beautiful three, four minutes, beautifully stylized cut videos, but I'm not willing to. And so I was born to teach. It's what I told Paul. I was born to teach. This is the format that makes my soul freaking happy. I wake up and I don't remember who said it. She's like, what are you doing lately? Like, you're just glowing. She's like, is it the inner work growth? I'm like, yes, maybe it was a facial. And I haven't done a facial in a long time, but I did discover this product that's really good that like makes your skin like totally beautiful. I'll share what it is. I don't remember it right now. But while there are people that may be banking, making ridiculous amounts of money, doing short videos, it's not what makes me happy. And so you really, really have to decide what is the thing that would make your heart sing. And I just saw someone write, I know someone who sells her used panties. The longer she wears them, the more she charges. That is insane. People are gross. I'm sorry. But hey, whatever floats your boat, you know, so I shouldn't even say that because that's a judgment. But back to the perfect time. Why is it the perfect time? So we've moved along revolutions. And what the pandemic did was by having people stay home, most of the people before the pandemic In the United States, I know that there are some people from different parts of the world. I only know the statistics for the United States right now. 95% of the people were working from home. And so with the pandemic, with the lockdowns, people got a taste of being home. And while obviously that presented challenges, sometimes you were going crazy or you and your spouse are going crazy and having the kids home all the time and you had to wear a different hat, I think after a while... People got used to being home. And so now in a recent poll of 25,000 people, 87% of the people when asked if they could have a work at home situation said yes. And now 58% of Americans have a situation where they work from home and they also go to work. So for that reason alone, it is a good time to start an online business because you have to think long-term. So if you're thinking of short-term strategy, you're thinking of, oh, I can make money right now. And, you know, this is the way to make money. I think people in that case, people are selling you a pipe dream, but is it possible? Yes. I mean, if you can manifest something, you can get really lucky, but I think it's more of a long-term strategy. And by long-term strategy, I don't mean... 10 years. I mean, it could take a year. It could take two years. It could take three years. We're going to talk about timeline, but the pandemic really disrupted this old world paradigm. A paradigm is a way of thinking. It's what we as a culture think and believe. And so we've thought all along that having a nine to five, going to the university, that that's a way for us to have security. But the truth is that we've never really had security. You could have gotten fired before. People were being laid off before. What's happened now is that people feel less secure, but we've always 
not had like real security with a nine to five because we always could have gotten laid off. Something could have always happened. This is a totally different conversation. And my students in the money magnet know that I believe this truly that we're always, even if there is no, and I believe in money. I mean, I think money is a great thing in the right hands, but I really honestly do believe that we are provided for, that we can always be provided for. And so we don't have to fear and I believe that if you come from a place of having enoughness right now, it's a good foundation upon which to build a business. So what do I mean? Let's say you don't like your job. Okay. So let's say you have a job and you don't like your job and you're thinking of starting a business, but I would never ever recommend that you quit your full-time job to start a business because what that would do is it would put you in fight or flight mode. You would be in stress mode. And if you have a family, they would probably be super upset at you. And then on top of that, we are energetic beings. I know that we live in a very material plane. You were used to talking about like, if I do X, Y, Z, then I'm going to get these results. But what happens is that we're basically, we're just like giving off a frequency of fear, of lack, of scarcity. And ain't nobody going to want to come close to you if you are emitting this energy of lack. Like, I need you to buy from me. I need you to buy my product. I need you to buy my whatever it is, my services, my money magnet course, because that's just not attractive. So one of the people for whom this is not a good idea for is a person who is in, in real need. And I know, I know people that have had their back up against the wall and then they're able to create really successful businesses, but it requires a mastery of desire. So you know you can freaking do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to put myself out there. I know that this is going to work. And so it has to do more with the energy of, I want this. I know it'll work. It's not going to fail versus lack and fear because lack and fear insecurity, just all those feelings that we call negative, which are not necessarily negative, but nobody wants to be around them. They're going to act as repellents to your business as opposed to attractors. People are attracted to your light. People are attracted. And Julie, that's why you said you signed up for one of my courses, right? For my money magnet course that you didn't even know me. It was because of the energy and you decide to do business with someone because of what the energy is that they're emitting their light. And so if you want to start a business or you have a business, the work that needs to get done has to really be inside of yourself first. It's what are you putting out there into the world? Are you being a light force? The more you become a light for good, the more you become, you magnify your magnetic field. And I know that this might sound super, super rule for people, the easier it's going to be for you to have success because people are going to want to be around you. So you can have the best product in the world. You could have the best idea in the world, especially online, because energy has nothing to do with like being here at the same place, right time. You could have the right ideas. You can have the good strategy, the email, the funnels and all that stuff. But if your force field is weak, if you're full of fear, nobody's going to want to come and be around you and they're not going to buy. And this is, I see this all the time. And so before you jump into a business, really examine yourself and be clear with yourself and ask yourself, what do I stand for? And do I know who I am? Another question to ask is, what are my gifts? What are some of your gifts to the world? Because our gifts may not necessarily be things that we think of much, right? So my gift, for example, I don't know what you guys think that my gift is. I'm really curious if you feel like putting that, the ones that know me, but I think my gift is teaching. 
I mean, I honestly just think that my gift is teaching. That's it. You guys are nodding your head. I think that my gift is teaching. I think that my gift is taking complicated stuff and simplifying it and putting it in a way that people just freaking get it as opposed to making it even more complicated. And it's funny because I've had this conversation with Jen and I was like, sometimes I feel like what I say is so simple because I see people overcomplicating the shit out of everything in their language. And sometimes that can be really intimidating. Then I discovered Sadhguru. You can find him on YouTube. It's like an Indian mystic. And everything he says, he's debating up on stage, which is super intellectual people. And they're just like dancing around with all these words. And then Sadhguru's like, he says like one sentence and the whole crowd is like, whoa, you know? And I was like, wait, simplicity and wisdom is a beautiful thing. And so if that is my gift and I'm able to monetize that because people will pay for that. And so your gift can be something that other people compliment you on and it can be really simple. And so Julie, you always said you love love. And so now you're getting a certification you're going through a program for relationships. And so, yes, your gift is love. You are like pure love. So you just get to decide. And I want you to really think about that because this is really what's going to set you apart is asking yourself, well, what is my gift? Because to say that, like, well, my gift is love is too general, right? But specifically, what about me and love comes really naturally to me? What comes really easily to me? What do people tell me that I'm good at? What brings me alive? And the reason that I mentioned the farts in a jar and the reason that I mentioned the guy in the TikTok and my friend sending me his $300,000, $400,000 a month pay stub is that none of that stuff would bring me joy. And I could probably hire a videographer to help me make TikTok videos and stuff. And I'm just not interested, even though actually, I don't think I could be successful with it because I don't have it in me. Like it's not in my soul. And so I know without a shadow of a doubt that I will have success with this business because I'm not in a rush. And we're going to talk about timeline in just a minute. I want to continue talking a little bit more about the old world paradigm. So the old world paradigm, which is the one that we've existed in for a long time with the nine to five security, going to college. I mean, I have a PhD. I'm not against going to college, although colleges are a little crazy right now. Again, I am for education, but part of the old paradigm is also this idea that you have to work really, really hard in order for you to make money. And that is something that in this round of the money magnet, we've been talking about a lot. It's what we've been taught since we were born. It's what our grandparents knew. And the truth is that that's not true. And I know that for some of you listening, and some of you are going to fight me. Some of you may be listening to this recording and you're going to hate me for saying this because you're busting your ass 80 hours a week, hundred hours a week, and you love working hard. And if you love working hard, if you love working 80 to hundred hours a week, then continue, right? I'm not trying to stop you from doing whatever it is that you want to do. But I'm here to tell you that with this new model of the world, times have changed. The pandemic has changed. I'm here to tell you that when it comes to earning income, especially, especially with online businesses, it is absolutely possible to create a second source or primary source of income eventually without killing yourself, without having to work 20 hours a week. And I keep seeing posts of people saying like, oh, that's complete bullshit. Like you have to work really hard and all that stuff. Well, it depends the kind of business it is, right? So if you're a CEO of a, of a corporation or you work in a corporation and there's a business that's nine to six, or you have to, oh my God, I'm not going to get into politics, but I saw the job posting. I don't know if you guys saw that in the United States job posting for the IRS. It was definitely at least 50 hours. And it was like, be on call 24 hours a day, be willing to come in whenever. And in addition, be willing to use lethal force. So I was thinking, 
Again, I'm not getting into politics, but I was thinking, I was like, oh, what a perfect combination to take out really tired people who haven't slept, give them arms and put them to work. Let's just say that that is an extreme version of old world paradigm and new world paradigm, especially in this online space you get to determine how you want to work. And so one of the questions that I want to ask you, as you begin to think about creating an online business, is what would your work schedule look like? So why did I make this call at 12 o'clock? Can anyone guess? And as you do that, I'm going to look to see if there are any comments in the Facebook group, get the volume down. So Jen says that it works best for my energy, period. That's it. That's the answer. It's because I feel like it. And in the past, I thought, I was like, well, I'm going to have to do calls when everyone's available, thinking that they would be available after work, six o'clock or whatever. And I would sacrifice what it is that I want. And so I also thought that in order to be successful, I had to work 40 hours a week. And I've shared this with my students. I don't talk about it that much publicly, but I got really burnt out from overgiving, overworking. And what's so interesting about network marketing, and this is not a plug on network marketing at all. I really want to talk to every online profession, whatever it is that you're thinking of doing. But what's interesting about network marketing is that it is new world paradigm. So I'm just going to curse because this is my freaking video and I can say whatever I want, right? Like it's really fucked up because the restrictions in network marketing tell you that you cannot say that you can make basically unlimited income. Okay. So if you look at, for example, the beach body policies and procedures, you can make up to $25 million. I think it's a year with all your business centers. Okay. And I know I personally have all my friends. I mean, I don't have that many friends, but I know a lot of people who are millionaires through network marketing. But when recruiting, we're not allowed to say that because the old world paradigm says that you have to say that it is not probable, that it is possible. This is it. This is so important. This has nothing to do with network marketing. This is just an example that it's possible for you to make tons of money in network marketing, but that it's not likely that the average person is probably going to make nothing or just a little bit of money. And so the restrictions in the network marketing guide, it's a regulatory self-counsel of direct marketers, something like that. They want you to talk about probability, what is probably going to happen if you join network marketing and you can even get fired, right? They can remove you if you talk about what's actually like publicly when you're recruiting, what is possible. But I know that the examples of people who have had incredible success in network marketing, all of that is the realm of possibility. And so when you're talking about, I hope that you capture this because I think these are new concepts. When we're talking about the nine to five world, whatever job you have of whatever system or whatever way of making money that you're used to, that's the world of predictable income, right? versus what's possible out there. And I think in the online space, we are talking about manifestation. We are talking about law. And I'm not talking about network marketing. I'm talking about anything that you do. Because for example, you can create a course and I don't know what your skill, what your talent is, but I know Julie. Okay. So Julie, let's say she has a relationship thing and she might not be ready today, She's getting the training. She's going to be, and I don't know what she ultimately wants, but let's say one day, right? One day, Season Mind Valley is like an online platform with videos and stuff like that. I'm making stuff up. Mind Valley sees a video that Julie makes, and they're like, oh my God, she has an original way of thinking. And all of a sudden, they ask her to be on her platform and she can make millions of dollars. Like that is completely possible. We just don't know what is possible on the online space. And so if you take anything away from what I've spoken about this thus far, it's that when it comes to the online space, 
we're not dealing with the predictable world anymore. We can, but if you decide that, if you go into your business with the old world mentality of, I'm going to have to work 40 hours a week or 60 hours in a week, I'm going to have to sit down because I used to do this from a network marketing business. I didn't realize that I was the magic. I didn't realize that people were attracted to my being. And so I wish I would have had someone like me now today tell me back then, Barbie, you just need to freaking be you. Just shine your light. People are coming to you anyway. Work with people who are independent and then you won't have to babysit so much and you won't have to drag people. But I had the old way of thinking, even though I was manifesting wonderful things. And so one of the things that I want you to start thinking about now is what is important to you? What would be important to you? If you have a job, for example, and you're looking for a new possibility, what would your ideal day look like? How much would you work? Because in this new world paradigm, we talk about making money gets to be easy. Making money gets to feel effortless. You guys, this does not mean that you don't have to prepare. This does not mean that you don't have to show up. This does not mean that things just magically happen. No, of course not. But when you're doing something that you love and you start working on the energetics, by energetics, I mean like your mindset, your energy, you've looked at your old money stories. I mean, I really could talk to you for hours, but if you are so stuck in your mind with, I can't make money, I can't make money, I can't make money, or your parents told you that you're supposed to just be pretty and not make any money. And then your parents told you like, you can't make any money unless you're a doctor or a lawyer. And then your parents told you that it's a bad thing for you to receive and not have a nine to five, then you're going to have all these money blocks that are blocking you from seeing the potential that is out there. And so it's really, really important for you to work on those blocks or just to become aware. There's so much information out there that you can do on your own, or you can take a course and to really decide like, well, what would I want? So for me, I was almost forced. Well, I was because I got burnt out. I got sick and I was like, well, I refuse. And for years I was like, I can't have any more success because I refuse to work 10 hours a day anymore. I refuse to work eight hours a day. And so I was just kind of cruising and like terrified. And I'm not kidding when I tell you that I was absolutely terrified to work because I was like, this is going to kill me. And so I don't even know how I discovered all this energy stuff. And now I 100% believe in my, and know in my soul that I think human design actually helped because human design helped me see that I'm a 6'2 generator, that I'm here as a teacher. And see, that makes me emotional. I'm here as a teacher in the world, and that it gets to be effortless, that I get to teach the things that are effortless for me. And so, for me to prepare this masterclass, all I had to do was go to coffee with Amy, apparently, and have a conversation with her boyfriend, right? And I I get to think, and then I get to write some notes. I mean, not like crazy. And and I get to organize and I get to use my gifts as opposed to working 40 hours. And then I get to teach my money magnet course. And as I'm building my network marketing business, I've decided that I refuse to beg people to join me. I refuse to be on a million Zoom calls. I get to decide, just like you get to decide who you want to work with, who you want to be. And I have decided that I will only work with people in the network marketing space who are independent, who are willing to be leaders who need guidance because we need guidance, right? We need mentors. I mean, I I have mentors, I have guidance, but it's different than me thinking that I had to do it a certain way, that it was going to cost me my happiness and my health. Okay. You asked, what about the people who tell you that you have to sacrifice sleep or time with your family or doing things you love at first, and then it gets easier? That's old world paradigm. Such a great question, because if you don't, then you won't get the momentum you need. So I did not mind. I felt really bad last night that my dog got covered by skunk juice in his poor little face. It was 2.28 at night, and I was only upset because of my beauty sleep. That's the only reason I will not lose sleep. 
And my husband is a functional medicine practitioner, professional athlete. I mean, he has all the freaking credentials. And that is our probably our biggest pet peeve that you have to sacrifice sleep or time with your family. But I know that that's the old paradigm, right? So you want to be a doctor and I'm not against doctors, right? Like you be whatever you want to be. You want to be a doctor. You want to be a chief of surgery, whatever, whatever. Well, I mean, those are the rules. You have to sacrifice sleep. But if you're building something here, why do you have to sacrifice sleep? Will there be sacrifices? You're saying, you know, you have a job, you'd like to start your business. Well, I'm not saying that you should sacrifice sleep, but let's say you like to go, I don't know you at all, right? But let's say you like to go and, you know, on Thursday and go Thursdays and go hang out with your girlfriend and making stuff up, right? Well, maybe that's the only time because you have children, then there might have to be some give and take. You can't expect things to be so easy. So one of the things that you said to me, Jen, the other day um, was because I assign homework every week for, for our class was that you have three children, right? So you have three little kids, you have responsibilities, you're starting a podcast, you're doing all these things that you're being pulled in a million directions. And the only time you get to do things is, Monday night. And so I would challenge you to see where you can create some time, where you can carve out some time and delegate some things because most of us were overworked and we're bleeding out. And as women, especially we are overgiving. And I do believe that there is space that can be created. And I think that we have to learn how to speak up more and say, this is what I need, whether it's with our spouse, you know, one of the students in my class was saying how she realized that she doesn't get paid to stay more hours. So now she's taken back her time and she still works eight or nine hours a day, but she's not staying, you know, an extra three, four hours. So that's reclaiming her time. Okay. So I'll repeat this one more time is that if you're thinking of starting a new business, you cannot take the old world energy into this new business. It has to be new paradigm energy where it gets to feel easy. It gets to feel effortless. You get to decide your work hours. You get to decide when you answer people back. And then you set the boundaries, right? Then you say, listen, I'm available from nine to three, or I'm not available on the weekends. And I think if we communicate what we're willing or unwilling to do, then that's different. And that people will respect. Otherwise, they'll go and they'll find someone else and let them find someone else. Like the world has a lot of people in it. We don't need to be desperate. I'm sorry. Not I'm sorry. I'm not available on weekends. So if you would like a mentor, a coach or whatever, or someone that is available 24 seven, like the IRS, then do that. I mean, don't say that. Don't be snarky, but I'm not that person. And so, because what we're looking for is joy. And when we have joy, when we have that good energy and we're being a light to the world, when we're using our gifts when we have our boundaries, when we know who we are, it's a tall order, but they're all things that are possible, then it's not going to feel like we're giving everything that we've got because we're not. Like my cup is full. So when I teach and or when I'm doing this, like I love doing this, whether you buy something from me or not, it doesn't matter because I know that I'm going to be provided for and that the right people are going to find me. Okay. I've been talking for almost an hour. So let me just look at my notes for myself. It's who this is not for. At first I put down, like, it's not for people who have like a victim mentality, but I'm not sure that people who have a victim mentality realize that they have a victim mentality. You know what I mean? So that's a hard thing. And I don't like that word because I see something online a lot that I don't like. And I'm like, don't be that person then. So let's say you want to help people. And I see posts like this all the time, like, oh, you'll invest $1,500 in an iPhone, but you won't invest $500 on your health, right? Or I love animals and it breaks my heart when I see people giving up their animals because they have to move to an apartment or something like that, right? And I want to, like, it makes me so mad, but to shame people doesn't actually make you change them. Right. And so you have to find a way to communicate a message so that the person hears you because shaming them is not going to work. And so 
I don't want to say victim mentality, but if you are the kind of person and you're listening to this call, although I kind of feel like you might not even be listening to this call, but you might be. If you're the kind of person that's always saying like, this is not going to work. This is the way that it always is. Or I can't because then it's not going to work because you're going to manifest whatever you're putting out. So if you're full of negativity, you need to work on that. And you can work on that. You can change that, but it won't change by itself. So thinking of my students and my money magnet, like previous and present, you may have doubts about yourself. You may think like, well, I'm never going to be able, like who's going to sign up for my thing, right? Who's going to listen to my podcast? Who's going to sign up for my course? Who's going to want me to be their relationship coach, right? Those are doubts. Those are fears, but you need to be willing to work through them And we have the tools with that, with visualization, meditation, looking at limiting beliefs, but that can't be the main conversation because if that's the main conversation that you're having in your head, that's the frequency that you're putting out into the world. And you're never going to have the students. Then you're never going to have people listen to your podcast. Then you're not going to have people. So I have no idea how many people were going to show up to this. I have no idea how many people are going to listen to this recording, but I was like, it doesn't matter. I have a message to share. I believe in my message. I'm going to put it out there and I'm going to do my best. If it was only one person showing up, it would probably make me feel like, but I would be like, give it your all, Barbie, give it your all. Because that one person their lives could be impacted and they could share with someone else. And then I'd have the recording. We really have to learn how to manage our emotions in order to have any chance at success. But if you're that person that is living paycheck to paycheck and you want to start your business, you absolutely can do this, you know, do your own homework. But in my experience, I feel like the fact I've always invested, invested in the knowledge, right? In mentors, in courses, in books. Yesterday, I bought a $15, it was just a $15 course. I was just curious about a topic. I was asking people, they weren't answering my question. I'm like, let me go to udemy.com and I bought an hour course for 15 bucks. Like I'm constantly investing. I'm going, not so much since the pandemic, but I'm constantly going to workshops and things like that, investing in myself. And honestly, I think that's what's necessary. If you don't want to waste years, you can save yourself so much time by having the right mentor, by taking the right course, but you're welcome to do it on your own. I'm sure there are people that do it on their own. I'm not one of those people. I wish I would have done this much, much sooner and desire and need. Don't quit your day job, like period. Don't quit your day job. And if we do nothing again, if I never see you again, I think the most important thing is to know that everything that you do has to come from like a place of desire, desire and wanting and good feelings and managing your emotions so that even if you're having a bad day, you take care of that, you self-care, and then you go back to manifesting, you go back to putting good stuff out into the world so that you can attract And then the last thing that I want to say about this is timeline. If you want to succeed and let's say you want to start a podcast or you're running for government, you're on on the ballot right now. And you said it yesterday in our message, you're like, I don't know if I'm going to win this time or something like that. And I said, but eventually you will. Right. And so this is the thing. When you put a timeline on your goal or your dream or your intention, like let's say you want to find a spouse, right? Somebody gets listening and you want to find the lover of your life. Exactly. You said, eventually I'll be in the Oval Office. That's right. That's right. So let's say you want to find like the partner of your life. Well, if it has to happen by March 10th, 2023, Ooh, like that's a lot of pressure. That's like, you're going to be needy. You're going to be like admitting, attracting the wrong people. You're going to put yourself in a yucky state and that's going to attract yuckiness. You're going to repel people instead of attract, instead of living in this trust that things are going to happen. So the perfect example is me in this business, but I could like get hit by a car tomorrow and die. When the thing that happened, I'm not going anywhere. It's the dog. Sorry. They didn't like the knocking, but I'm just saying something could happen to me. But if I don't have a clear cut plan of income projections for my business, 
I just know and trust that I'm putting value out into the world and that beautiful things are going to happen and that eventually it will be a multi-million dollar business. I mean, I just know it. I know it. I don't know how else to transfer this trust to you. It was like, there are just some things that you just know. And that was the trust that I had when I built my network marketing business. This is the trust that I have right now. But if I said, I'm going to be making millions of dollars by December, then I would be a mess because I would be like, okay, how am I going to do that? Who do I need to talk to? How many relationships would I need to ruin pretty much by being in people's inbox, begging them to buy my stuff? Whereas I'm totally relaxed and people are coming to me because they don't feel my pressure. Okay. So I hear people saying this all the time, like when they have a bad situation, like let's say nobody buys your course or nobody listens to your podcast, or let's say you launch your thing and like you don't get a single client. And then I hear people say like, but I'm not giving up though. To me, that's saying like, it's an option. At least for me, I don't know if I'm right or not. The words I'm not giving up though, don't even cross my mind. It's more like, what do I need to do better the next time? Because in my experience, With my 15 years of online stuff and being a mentor, it's always the people that say, I'm not giving up though, they eventually give up. And I'm like, I thought you weren't giving up though, but they eventually do because somewhere in their mind, they're like, okay, if I do this and it doesn't work, okay, I'll give it six more months and then it doesn't work. And I am realistic. I promised you a real conversation and we're wrapping up is that I think there comes a time, like there was this guy in the shark tank. I don't even remember what his product was. But like they basically had refinanced their home like a million times. They had to move out. The guy had a dream and the Shark Tank rejected him like once. And he put his family through hell. It was a dad and he had a wife and children. Like it was really sad to watch because it was clear that it wasn't working. And I think that you might have an idea, you might have a dream, but I think self-awareness and just being honest with yourself. Like sometimes the dream is not supposed to work out, right? But this is why you have to do this work. This is why you have to do this personal growth work and have mentors and be part of communities where you can have honest conversations. You know, I would never tell someone like, I really don't think that you should launch your course or whatever, but If you ask me, I will give you, maybe right now is not the right time. Like I told Paul with that. Or what do you think? Because I think that people that are emotionally evolved will have that capability to say, you know what, maybe I chose the wrong thing. But okay, you guys, I would love to open up the floor. We've been talking for a long time for questions. I'm going to answer your questions. I don't want to go into whole spiel. So I'm going to take one minute to tell you because I know people will be listening to the recording. So go out there. If you want to start your own business, it could be courses. It could be Etsy. It could be one-on-one consultations. It could be technology, right? Look at what your gifts are. Look at what your natural gifts are. Look at what your skills are. So decide brainstorm. We're not deciding anything. Decide and brainstorm what kind of businesses there are out there because there are so many. Google it, right? And then do that homework. Go back to this call and listen. Like, What are your gifts? What are your strengths? Next, are there skills? Are there knowledge? If you want to be in front of a camera, but you don't have any speaking experience, you need to practice, right? So are there skills, are there knowledge that you need to develop that you don't have? You can find many videos of me probably where I sound like a robot, where I'm not natural, where everything is scripted. And I'm not like that now because I've grown, because I've allowed myself to fail many times. And all of that stuff is out there for free. Now, if you would love the different ways to work with me, and I'm just going to mention them. And then if you're interested, you can message me. So as you know, I'm seeing my money magnet students. I'm leading my money magnet course. I'm deciding if we do another money magnet course in December, but start in January, but then do like two bonus modules in December. So I'm deciding that. But if you're interested in money magnet, where we really look at money stories and change our relationship to money and really learn how to become a money magnet. 
So that's one thing. The second thing, I am going to launch a freaking mastermind. And I even have the link, but I don't want to get into it. Oh, it's 111. It was perfect timing to talk about this. So the mastermind, I've been like sitting with it in my heart. And that one's going to be, I need to work with emotionally evolved women that have done some kind of work that are in the either early stages of building a business or just started a business, but it's not taking off yet. Okay. So I have to make it like that because otherwise if we have a group of women and everybody's all over the place, it's going to have to exclude so that it is going to be a small group for women, emotionally evolved. And let's just face it that I am analytical, but I'm also spiritual. That's it. Like I can't help it. It's who I am. So if you're one of those people that are looking for like funnel strategy only and all that stuff, this is definitely not for you. But we can talk and you can message me about that. And that's going to be right now. This is the price I have in my mind, which we haven't talked about. That's like a different thing. It's going to be three months every two weeks because you need that time in between to get some work done. $2,500 and $2,500 for the the complete thing. The price is going to go up. Like I absolutely know that this is my introductory price, $2,500 for three months six total sessions we can work. I was thinking we begin before the new year so that we can start off right in the new year. Okay. So if you're interested in that, you can message me and we can figure that part out. I think I am going to do like an application basis because I don't want you to waste your money. Like if we're not a good fit, then I don't want you to feel like you wasted your money. And then the third, you have to be willing to share. You have to be willing to give as much as you get, because then it's not a mastermind. Because this is different. A mastermind is where we're all like talking, where I'm kind of leaning back, helping and guiding, but it has to be, you guys are the masters and you guys get to help each other. It's going to be beautiful. And I honestly don't care if it's two people or 10 people, like this is happening. And then the third thing is the network marketing. You could send me a message I'm only looking for people that consider themselves leaders. You would want a guide and not a babysitter. So you can message me. That's my little sales feel. And I'm not afraid to sell. It's just that it's already 114. Can I take a few minutes and answer any of your questions? I'm really happy to do that. I hope that this is valuable to you. This is the question. Let's say you were able to save up a little bit of money and you want to start a business. And then you go online and you see stuff like join my team or learn how to create your own course. Open an Etsy shop, learn how to drop ship, become a social media influencer. What is your advice when someone is trying to decide which one would be best for sharing their gift or where to invest the money they saved up? Let's say you know your gift. How do you know how to use it? So I knew last year that I wanted to start online courses. Actually, I had already been teaching online courses. So I felt a little bit lonely, to be honest. Like I didn't have a community of the mastermind, right? And so someone that I know that I'd worked with before said, hey, I can teach you my strategy, X, Y, Z. And I think I charged like $197 for my gifts and talents. So it was way underpriced. I didn't know, right? I was used to selling things for $150. I just didn't know. And I was comfortable selling something for $197. And so this person who's a nice person said, I'm doing a mastermind. I'm going to teach you my exact strategy. And so I paid $9,000, boom, cash. And when I got into the mastermind, he delivered on his promise. He taught the exact strategies that he used to grow his million dollar business. The problem was two things, three things. This is such a great question. Number one, his strategy might not work for me. So he was teaching what we call bro marketing strategies, like how to build a sales funnel page, how to send these emails, how to talk to people you already know. And he really put a lot of value into it. But I realized I didn't know there was something better out there and better meaning I didn't know that there was like energetics. So for my mastermind, I don't plan to build a sales page. Like it took me two minutes to just create a little link, right? And I'm going to build this thing through my relationships with people. And if they want to join me and they see my Instagram stories or my posts, they're going to be like, I want in, here's the link, here's the contract, that's it. 
this is why I'm giving you the advice that I'm giving you, which is decide how you want to run things. Like what would it look like to build your business? Like does the idea of sending a million emails out stress the shit out of you? Does the idea of like finding someone to build sales pages stress the shit out of you? Then don't do it. I know people that are making millions of dollars a year with no sales pages. I just bought something for thousands of dollars just by DMing her and asking her for details because I like her vibe. So you can do that. Like you get to decide that. So my mistake, my husband always says, fools rush in. And I thought, oh, he made a million dollars a year doing masterminds. I only made a thousand dollars in my course. So let me go with him. And that was a mistake. And it's a mistake, whatever. I have a good story to tell, right? But I didn't know any better. And now I know better. So I would say, if it's a tiny investment, like yesterday, I bought a $15 course, whatever. Like who cares, right? $100 for me is like, okay, whatever. But if you're considering joining a mastermind, whether it's with me or someone else, you should ask questions. Because this is the question that I didn't ask. When I got into this mastermind, I forgot who I was. I forgot that I'm Barbie fucking Kalev, that I have 15 years of experience, that I've made millions of dollars doing what I'm doing. And I was in a group with really nice people that didn't have the success that I have. And so I wasn't with peers. They were very, very entry level in their ideas about starting a business. And so I didn't feel inspired. I didn't feel inspired. I felt like I could have led that mastermind and it wasn't their fault. Ultimately, you have to accept full responsibility. So instead of blaming someone else, I think I would say to myself, and this is what I'm being responsible and saying, like, I can recruit so-and-so who wants to join my mastermind because she thinks I'm cool and make my $2,500. But I know she's got too much work to do on her own, like emotional work. She's too analytical. She's not going to want the spiritual stuff. I can collect her $2,500 and say, yeah, I made $2,500. Ooh, right? Long-term, that's going to be like a bad apple in the group. She's going to be miserable. You guys are going to be whatever, whoever's in my master mind is going to be miserable. She's going to say bad things about the experience. And that's like a bad idea. So I think asking a long-winded advice is what is important to you in a teacher? What is important to you in a business? Do you want to do sales funnels? Do you want to do a million emails? Do you want to do blah, blah, blah? And also ask yourself, how do you want to be supported? I also signed up years ago for like a mentor coach. And, you know, I'm very impulsive. I sign up for stuff. So it was thousands of dollars again. And I thought he was going to help me look at the intricate details of my business. And that's what I wanted, but I didn't ask any questions. And he was like, no, it's not my job. My job is just to like encourage you. And I'm like, I don't need fucking encouragement. I'm a worker. I don't need encouragement. He goes, it sounds like what you needed was a consultant. Whose fault was that? It was my fault because I didn't ask the questions. I didn't ask myself, what do I need? I need someone that is going to help me think about my business, that is going to challenge me about the way that I'm doing things. And I didn't ask those questions. So I'm trying to be responsible. Not I'm trying, I'm doing my best to be responsible going forward with this mastermind. And that's why I'm saying I am analytical. I am spiritual. We're going to talk about spirit. We're going to talk about emotions. We are going to talk about strategy because you can't just be like, I'm in my feminine and all my customers are going to come to me, right? I will talk to you about funnels if you want to talk about funnels. I will talk to you about emails. I will give you ideas, but I'm not going to tell you what to do exactly because I don't believe that works. And so I think it's just important to ask really good questions, but you don't know what to ask if you're not clear. So get clear on what it is that you need so that afterwards you're not throwing money out the window. You're not blaming people. And at the end of the day, I think my husband doesn't let me live it down that I spent $10,000 on this mastermind. But at the end of it, every freaking time, it's like, I bring it up. He's like, I can't believe you did that. But I learned. I learned what I don't want. And Abraham Hicks talks about that all the time. Contrast, right? You learn what you want by learning what you don't want. And I absolutely learned what I don't want. And I did learn some things, you know, and it was good for me. I mean, moving forward, I'll do things differently. Okay. One more question. And then I know people need to feed children, get back to work. That's a great question. What is the best way to discern between your innate gifts and a skill you've honed? I don't even think you need to discern them. 
because you can sell your skills and your gifts. And uh, it's probably both. Like I have a friend, Annie, who hired to help me when I launched Money Magnet the last time she built like the webpage and all that stuff, because that's not my gift. She's gifted with technology, but she also has the skills, right? So that's what she's selling. So it's both. And like, I'm gifted as a teacher, but I don't just like show up and be like, okay, I'm just going to be me and people are going to see I'm a great teacher. It's like, no, I've had to become better. So I really hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that you had, you got value. Like I said, whether we work together again or not, or in the future or not, just go out there and do it. And you have homework and have patience know that anything worth doing is going to take time to build. And eventually you do get a point that you can quantum jump and like be just have something really, really incredible. I love you all. Goodbye. If you loved this episode and if you're loving my podcast, I would love for you to leave a review. They really do make a difference in spreading the word and having more people be impacted. Also, I'd love for you to join me in my Facebook community called The Magnetic Portal. You can find the link in the show notes. I'll see you next time.